The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs Amen of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Yes, it has, folks. It has become a nightmare. And if we're going to take America back, I think it is almost imperative that we know who we're going to take it back from. If you don't recognize the enemy, there is no way in the world that you could ever take America back. Because if you don't know who has taken control of you cannot take it back. Now, gentlemen, we're going to continue to cover this now, but I thank both of you so much. And I did not believe from the very beginning that we could actually you know, totally cover this subject with one program. So I am so indebted to you, both of you gentlemen for volunteering to come back at a later uh, date and put this together, maybe even perhaps next week. We'll talk about that as we move forward. But Matt, would you kind of give a kind of a encapsulated version of what you are seeing, especially with what we discussed tonight? And kind of tell the people, you know, because I know you have so much, Matt, and I want to get into that. And, you know, we will, I promise you, we will get into that, uh, into your information. But kind of give us an encapsulation, if you will, of what we have covered so far. Um, I'm sorry, what do you mean as far as? You know, what do you see? Uh, you know, you talked about the parallels of what we what we what happened in Europe in the 30s and into World War II and we're seeing uh, almost the same thing today but yeah. going over what we have discussed so far how would you kind of if you had to put that into a soundbite how would you do that huh um i don't know i would I'm not sure. I gotta. Well, let's jump on. Uh, let's jump on the old Blackbird and let's let him lead off and maybe uh, yeah, fly, give you a chance to uh, cogitate on that for a second. Okay, Matt. Yeah, sorry about that. Nay, don't apologize, buddy. I don't accept apologies. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, lead us on. Lead us on here, Cackalacky uh, uh, boy. Synagogue of Satan at the door. Synagogue of Satan <laughs> at the door. <coughs> yeah, I mean, it's just that, you know, you've been lied to. Wake up and, oh, by the way, they want you dead. Uh, you know, and, you know, World War II you know, just really shows the power of the new media. You know, the things that, you know, uh, Edison came up with and that you know were stolen by these chicken swingers and weaponized that's the thing these guys weaponize everything and to be able to sell this another war against our european cousins because of bankers saying and this you know this one incident like in world war one you had the lusitania now we've got you know this manipulated you know, attack on Pearl Harbor, 
just like you know, 9-11 launched the war of terror. There's always the false flag event that sets this stuff in motion. Yes, you know, like Sun Tzu said, you know, war is deception. What does the Mossad say? You know, by the way of deception, you will make war. And so we're dealing with these you know, black magicians, you know, that are using occult forces. And it's interesting that one of the big uh, things that was released during the uh, National Socialist time and occupation of France was the film Occult Forces. And after the war, that film was banned. The director was hung, just like, you know, the rest of the Purim Fest guys of Nuremberg, you know. Because he had dared to expose what was going on in those Freemason lodges and how they were working with these globo homo, you know, New World Order figures against the people. And it's, you know, that communist model where it's top down. People are given their marching orders from the dark masters, you know, the Grand Council, you know, the Central Command. And they're just there to sell it to the people. You know, they're middle management. They're not any form of representative government anymore. They've been completely compromised with either what I call the meanie method, bully, bribe, blackmail, banish, and bury. You know, if we don't, if you, we can't bribe you or blackmail you, and if you're you know, too much of a threat, we will take you out just like we took out uh, Huey P. Long, just like we took out JFK, just like we took out everybody else that got in our way. The royal families of France, the royal families of Russia, you know, this is how these people operate. They are zealots, that they're justified in doing this because it's for the greater good. You know, we're bringing in the Messianic Age. You know, we're, we're tikkun We're fixing the world. Doesn't it sound good? And we're using NGO groups now. <laughs> so, but that's the mindset. No, well stated, Frederick. Well stated, Matthew. Uh, yep. Thoughts now, sir? Yeah, no. I think people need to realize, uh, you know, that I think we're in the end game uh, from what, uh, you know, basically the communists and the Jews solidified after World War II. I think it, a lot of the it's interesting because don't you don't you guys feel like now we're fighting the devil, right? We're fighting Satan and his oh, yes. what it feels like. And I find it interesting, a lot of the uh, interviews and stuff that I've read from Germans themselves, they've made a lot of comments that they felt like or knew that they were fighting the devil. And they were fighting to try to save the world from what it has become now. Except they were the only ones that knew that. <laughs> because the rest of the world was kept in darkness and, you know, and, and lies. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just... You know, I think, like you said, people need to know who they're fighting because everything is coming to a head now. Everything that Germany and all of their millions of allies and all those different Eastern European and Central European countries and even Spain and Italy, everything that they were fighting against is now basically being played out and our enemies rolling it out. And, uh, yeah, so I think we're in a tough spot and people need to realize what happened then so they can see what exactly is happening now and how to tr try to take action against it to protect themselves and protect our society and our future. Uh, well, Matt, uh, would it be proper here to throw out the quote from George Santayana? Sure, if you ask, those, sure. Those who fail to learn the lessons of history are destined to repeat its mistakes. 
Yep. And uh, guys, we've got a caller who's been waiting patiently by, and so let's uh, get him in, and then uh, we shall proceed uh, unless we come up with some more callers. Andy in Texas. Andy, how are you, sir? Oh, can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. We hear you. Oh, oh, fantastic. Hey, thanks, gentlemen. What a fascinating conversation. But I want to ask all three of you, what are you willing to die Say what, Andy? Where'd you go? No, I said, what in your... What are you willing to die for? I'm willing to die for the freedom for my grandchildren and my children. What about you? Thank you. Uh, All right. Let's, I know we got three other. We got two other guys left. Let me hear what they got uh, to say. Blackbird, go ahead, sir. I guess I'm in this for my people. This has moved so far beyond just a political left-right thing that this is going on in every white nation on the planet, and that yeah, you know, this is an existential event. And, you know, I'm trying to warn my people, you know, it doesn't matter what country they're in because we're fighting the same synagogue of Satan. So I guess that's what I'm willing to die for. Great comment, Blackbird. Matthew? No, I agree. I'm willing to die for my family and for my people. And, uh, you know, learn from the Germans. That's what they did. They fought for all of us and they gave it their best shot. And, you know, uh, in my opinion, we're all going to be put in that position uh, in at some point in the future. So, <laughs> well, guys, I oh, am God. thought. And hang on, Andy. Hang on just a second. I still want gotcha. to keep you with gotcha. us, but I would like to make uh, something that sticks in my mind. Was a conversation that occurred at Chancellorsville in May of 1863 between Thomas Jonathan Stonewall Jackson and John Bell Hood. And Thomas Stonewall Jackson asked John Bell Hood, he said, General, do you think that you will survive the war? And John Bell Hood said, yes, General, I believe that I will. What about you? And Stonewall Jackson made the comment, which was so Patrick Henry-esque. Yes, he it said, was. He said, I don't think I will survive the war, neither would I, should we not prevail. Now, that also takes me to a southern fire breather by the name of Edward Ruffin. I'm not sure if you gentlemen have ever oh, heard of I him. Know that guy. Oh, I yeah, don't know good, old, good old Ruffin, when the war was lost, committed suicide. But go ahead, Andy. Well, no, no. I mean, when we look at the overall scope of the world that we're living in right now, we, we weren't born in a world that wasn't already created. We were born in a world that was created. Society. So God gave us a matrix when we, when we were born. We came out the womb and this and that. And then man made a matrix. And that's called society. And you have to live in that. So do I. I have to find a way through this little society. I, I'm doing the best I can right now. And everybody has to do that because this is a matrix. We're not living the world that we should be living. There's, there's not, this world is not ours. 
It's owned by the American people, the the Jewish people, the, the the slugs who own this thing, the ones who own the central bank. You own the money. I don't care who makes the laws. I don't care. And that's where we're at. We're we're living in this matrix that that neither you nor me can ever change. And you know, when we were teenagers, we could have possibly tried to change it. But what were we? What were we? Just a teenager. There was not enough people that got mad at the entire system. So the system prevails, and here we are. Now, what are we going to do about it? That's the question. That's the question. That's the biggest question in the world. What are we going to do about it? Well, Andy, here I think is my directive, and here's what I try to act on. I see on almost a daily basis more and more and more Americans are waking up. The problem is they have no knowledge of history on which, like we're discussing today, they have no knowledge of history. They don't know how they got in the mess. If you can't teach people what caused the mess, you can't teach them how to get out of it. True. So I take take that as my task. I'm an old guy. I fully accept no, that me fact. Too. I'm an old, I'm an <laughs> old guy, but I, I am going to I am going to preach the truth as long as the good Lord gives me breath. And if that helps people to understand what's going on, I go back to uh, you know uh, to uh, Isaiah and the remnant, where Isaiah was told, "You go out there and preach to the remnant," and then God said to Isaiah, "They ain't gonna listen." But, but how do we that, get through today's world? I here's here's the thing I believe, Andy, and I believe it. And then I want to get my uh, uh, gentleman here to comment on this. Oh, I let's believe, get some of that. Yeah, I I believe what's going on is very simple, and that is we more and more people are awakening. They don't know where to go. They they're not sure. You know, they want to hold on to this. They think I need to hold on to the Constitution. I need to hold on to the Bill of Rights. I need to hold on to all of this. Those are lifeboats with great big holes in them. They can't. Do any of them exist? Do any of those things exist anymore? It's just you heard you heard George W. Bush. He says it's just a GD piece of paper. What? Well, it is, and he's right. He's right. It has been since 1787. It was a criminal conspiracy that created the Constitution. People need to know that. You can't hang on to something. That's what I said. You can't hold on to something and believe it's going to save you if it was meant to enslave you. Yes. Thank you, my friend. The Constitution was designed to enslave the masses. The Constitution has done exactly what it was supposed to do. Now, I don't want to. Monopol- I don't want to monopolize here. So let me throw this back to uh, uh, Frederick. Frederick, your comments, sir. Yeah. Uh, so Frederick, it. so tell us, tell us what is most important in your world right now. Well, to communicate. That was the first question. Yeah, the, yeah. All my base work is based on communication theory. You know, getting people to understand what's going on, educate them to history, so they they can see what 
you know, we're up against. And I always say, you know, wake up, level up, party up. You know, once you wake up and see this, then you're hungry for more information. Then you're going to start, you know, bringing, you know, getting together with other people of a like mind. And to stress to people that we are in an existential battle. When you are in an existential battle, the mere act of surviving is an act of defiance. And as Mr. Gaddy says, you know, we old warriors, you know, you might want to listen to us because we're still alive. And so, you know, you want to listen to the old warriors because they're still alive. So I guess that's my take on it. Matt, your time, buddy. Sure. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what we can do, but I think that, you know, one, people need to, those who know the truth, uh, and I think there's a good amount of people out there that do know, can't be afraid to speak it anymore. I mean, no sugarcoating anything. You know, we who know the truth need to literally state it as it is to anyone and everyone, whenever we can. Um, And yeah, and I guess try to organize in our local communities and uh, pray and prepare. (laughs) Oh, well, let me ask you a question, Matt. Hold on, hold on just a second, Andy. I need to ask Matt a question. Matt, you make presentations to your group in Montana on multiple occasions. Why? Uh, I I want people to know the truth. Uh, wouldn't it be would, Wouldn't it be a lot easier to sit on your butt in the back and listen? Oh yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay, there is something that motivates folks like us. There is something you know that drives us from inside. And I believe that, you know, there that is intentionally uh, Blackbird nine. Your thoughts? Well, just to you know, reiterate the thing of getting together and sharing information. You know, once white people get their head in the game, this would be a, you know, easy peasy thing. It's getting people to wake up and getting to get their head in the game to realize that the synagogue of Satan is at the door and they want you dead wake up, we need to do something about it, start coming up with solutions. Like General Patton always said, don't tell your people what to do. A very detailed description of the problems and then let them surprise you with their genius. And so we describe the problems, then our young warriors will surprise us with their genius. Last word, okay? I get the last word. Isn't truth still a lie? Because we're just listening to other people telling us this stuff. We get it from Wall Street. We get it from New York Times. We get it from Daily Mail. We get all this stuff from, is the truth just still a lie? Say again that last part, Andy, please. No, 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 no. Is the truth still a lie? Everything that we, we, we go to these different websites and we find all this different news and stuff, but we weren't there. And so is the truth still a lie? Are they distorting that? Are they actually, is that how far this matrix has gone? That they're actually destroying our flipping memories, our, our love, our love, our love for life. We want news, we want to hear it, and then it's just, it's all lies. Well, thanks, Andy. We got music coming up. I appreciate your call, sir. Thanks so very much for calling in. Feel free to join us at any time you like. And uh, uh, let's uh, we'll be back on the flip side. Mm-hmm.
subscribe to the Freedom Times monthly newspaper, published since 1985. That's right, 1985. The Freedom Times pulls no punches and observes no sacred cows or taboos. The perilous times we live in are too critical for anything but honest discussion of America's plight. The Freedom Times is the antidote to the lies and distortions of the fake news media. There is no better way to inform and enlighten Americans than by reading The Freedom Times each month. New subscribers may sign up at the special rate of just $29 for one year or $55 for two years. Subscribe online by going to AmericanFreedomNews.us or mail your subscription to The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. That's The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. Support America's best patriotic newspaper and one of the very few left by becoming a subscriber to The Freedom Times today. Three stupid mistakes turned into shootings. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. In the span of six days, there have been three shootings, one of which was deadly because of innocent mistakes. Two cheerleaders were shot in the parking lot of a Texas grocery store on Tuesday when they accidentally got into the wrong car. On Saturday, a group looking for a friend's house in New York pulled into the wrong driveway where one of the group was shot to death by the homeowner. Last Thursday, in Missouri, a teenager was shot when he went to the wrong house looking for his twin brothers. Now, I own guns and rarely leave my house without one. I believe in the Second Amendment, but there is a responsibility that goes with the right to bear arms. Get trained, and not just once. Continue training. It is trigger-happy people like these that will cause us all to lose our right to keep and bear arms. Use code LIGHTHOUSE at protectwithbear.com to protect your legal rights as a gun owner and get free training videos for members. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. the commercial breaks and uh, we thank you so much and support these RBN advertisers people it is crucial to keeping the truth alive and uh, let's uh, jump now to uh, Laura in Michigan Laura how are you gentlemen I remember a quote from uh, I don't remember exactly you probably will know it from Thomas Paine about let's fight the war now and not let it be in our children's time. Yes. Very poignant uh, point there, Laura. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
your thoughts, uh, Matt and uh, Blackbird? Yeah, I, I mean, I think at the moment it's difficult without any unity, without people knowing, you know, as we've been talking about, who, who you know, most people have no idea who to fight or what to do. There's no, um, there's no leadership. So, I mean, I agree with that statement. I, I, I just think there's a ways to go to try to organize, I guess. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree or. Oh, I totally agree. Frederick, your point. I always love that quote. I prefer peace, but if trouble must come, let it come in my time so that my children can live in peace. Oh, Henry. Yeah. You know, uh, my take on this is I wasn't looking for a fight, but here we are. And first rule of game theory warfare, if you realize somebody is coming for you, you have to go to them. The hunter can make a million mistakes. The hunted need only make one. And so, you know, you have once you realize that, oh, my gosh, I am under attack, then you have to go on the offensive. And that's where we are now. But I think, Frederick, if you will agree, is that able who the enemy actually is because we have been deceived in this country for decades or centuries let's put it that way as to who our enemy actually is I think the enemy must be defined because we can't fight something that we don't know what we're fighting would you agree right and that's the whole thing about this level of game theory warfare is how do you battle an enemy you cannot see. You are you know, punching at shadows. And this is part of that cultural, or, you know, the Mar- uh, Frankfurt School of Marxism thought is, you know, to sit there and manipulate you from the shadows. And so you're given a you know, sock puppet to attack rather than the actual puppeteer. And I talk a lot in my shows about the Cartman drama triangle where you know, you set up this idea of everybody's a victim and the white people over here, you're the oppressors and the Jews are, of course, the rescuers. They're the ones who are going to help all these victim groups against their enemy, which is the white people. And so, you know, this is the type of, you know, game theory we're up against. And, but, you know, the thing is we can also fight fourth and fifth generation warfare and one of my big complaints is we don't utilize our soft power nearly enough we are you know people are waking up especially the idea of how to track down these ngo groups like here in boone alone just the zip code of boone north kakalaki proper there are over 240 registered ngo groups according to melissa.com well every one of those ngo groups you know you have to give a name and your budgets and you know what you're doing and you know so this is the idea of exposing these people that you know have infiltrated invaded your areas 
and set up these little shadow networks. They call it community organizing. And they get all these useful idiots. And here in the college town, yeah, they got a new group, a new uh, crop in every fall semester of these kids that they're going to pretend that they're you know, going to be your friend and come to a meeting and get active. Don't you want to fix the world? And, oh, we're waging war on all the local white Christian folks. Isn't this fun? And then we all go to the beer bash afterwards over at the Carpetbagger Boonshine Brewery, right? Because yeah, that's where all the community organizing takes place. You know, it's these chicken swingers setting up all these breweries here, you know? And yeah, this is the model. And so just, you know, exposing these people for what they are and what they're doing, I think is a big step. And, you know, the big secret of World War II is we have to break down the big lie of the hula hoax and tell people these are the real numbers of people that got murdered horribly. What the Czech and the NKVD did to the Russians and the Ukrainians, what the Dome and the Young Turks did to the Armenians, you know, this is what happened in those Eisenhower death camps to the Germans after mm-hmm. World War Rhine II. Meadows. Yeah, the Rhine Meadows camps. You know, that are those are the real horrors. But they've got, you know, so much money pouring in to keep this whole hoax myth going. And like I said, you know, the Schaefer Dykes from Boca Raton, Florida, came in here and dropped millions on this community to set up not only a synagogue of Satan temple and clubhouse, chicken swinger clubhouse, but to set up the Holocaust Center to train all these young teachers how to teach the Holocaust to gullible goyim. You know, that's the way these people operate. Ah, Frederick, looks like we got music again. We'll come back on the other side, and we're going to bring in Marcus from Idaho, one of your neighbors out there, Matt. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John. I'm the founder of Black Owl Coffee, and I started uh, Black Owl because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Extendivite, a seven herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. 
Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. No one can be what we all, must all right, guys, let's get started here. we got some callers uh, standing by, and we've got several. We need to get to those folks. Marcus in Idaho. How are you doing, Marcus? Hello, gentlemen. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hear you fine. Go ahead, sir. All right. Um, so the first... I've got some antagonistic um, propositions for you. Um, first off, you said, because we're still alive, uh, then you should listen to us. Well, Henry Kissinger is almost or over 100 years old and still telling people what to do across the world. Um, that just doesn't hold water. Uh, Biden is over 80. Um, uh, these are not people to listen to. Um, so Yeah, but they're not I'd, people pushing freedom, are they? Yeah, they're not people pushing freedom, but they're people pushing something. If you're pushing, if you're pushing freedom at an old age, that should bear some kind of witness. Yes, there are going to be those who are in the very elderly stages, like Biden and Kissinger, as you mentioned. And Kissinger has had way too much influence for way too long. But we have to understand what are they pushing at that age. I think that is critical, Marcus. Well, they're pushing the New World Order, the Agenda 2020, 2030. Um, right. So that's, that's exactly what they're pushing. Um, as far as the Constitution, uh, if we didn't have uh, Article 1 and Article 2 of our Constitution, right now we would be under, there would not be Agenda 2030 um, because Agenda 2020 would have actually happened. Um, there, there would have been, because they would have, taken over the world because we are the bastion of freedom because of these specific counts in our constitution that constitution oh, is would, not oh, just a, a I, nasty I, I piece of paper that doesn't differ mean anything with you, my friend i highly differ with you my friend article one section eight clause one is unlimited taxation from unlimited sources and unlimited amounts that is pure unadulterated socialism my friend and no, we are not a socialist country. And just yes, like uh, uh, President yes, Trump we said, we, we have will been never socialist be a socialist since 1787, country. Marcus. 
No, we are not. We have yes, had unlimited taxation is socialism, Marcus. It is not socialism. When I can go out oh, my door then. and I can make if a I small can, business, if I can take any amount of your money that I want to at any time I want to for any reason I want to, that is socialism, Marcus. If we don't have taxation in any way, then the government doesn't have um, a sense of financing for it. If we don't I don't want to finance. I don't want to finance totally who want to kill me, Marcus. Yeah, they want to kill me too. Because I'm a well, white and man. And you want to finance them? No, I don't want to finance them. Marcus, and that's the Marcus, whole thing. You're, you're not making any sense. As a matter of fact, my friend Matt says you're beginning to sound like a Jew. <laughs> I don't care that. Um, you know, I, I say that uh, a lot of people say we've got good people in government, good people in the FBI. No, just we like, don't. Um, if, if good we people don't, do not want to be in thing. government, Marcus. We don't okay, have, uh, producer, let's move people. along. Let's get to Mike in Kentucky, please. Thank you. Mike in Kentucky. Go ahead, sir. Uh, I could, I'm looking for a quote from uh, War Between the States to something to the effect. I've got it in my meme collection somewhere, but I can't find it. It said, we will have victory or annihilation or something to that effect. And I, I can't remember who said it. Uh, it might have been uh, might have been Jefferson Davis. I don't know. But anyway, I thought it was interesting that they never tried him. They released him. Well, he his, wouldn't accept. He wouldn't. He he demanded a trial. They offered him amnesty, yep. and uh, Jefferson Davis said, "Amnesty from what?" <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I think it was Salmon Chase that said uh, we need to let this stay settled because uh, otherwise he might win what was lost on the battlefield or something to that effect. Yes. And so that's they, uh, they yes, just that's, turned that's him loose. <laughs> I think there's a book about it called The Long Surrender, which is written by one of his ancestors yes, and another guy. Yes, would be Bart. correct. A very excellent read. Well, that's where I found the passage on there about, I think it's, you know, about three-quarters of the way through the book. If I had it in front of me, I'd quote it. But to that effect, you know, that uh, what happened need to be left, left you know, the secession is settled, let it stay settled. Otherwise, he might win. And walk back, I think it said something to the effect of walk right back into the White House of the Confederacy, you know. Uh, it could legally exist. But anyway, um, I, that's not really what I called about since you started quoting the uh, Civil War quotes. I was tra frantically trying to find that. And that last call, that was about, you know, kind of useless. I'm, I mean, I almost wonder about disruptors starting to get into RBN and taking up a lot of time, you know, uh, and diverting things, which is kind of a good sign because that means we're actually – if we're getting yes. disrupted, if RBN's getting disrupted by uh, pro-abortionists or, you know, these different yeah, callers. You catch, you catch the most flack when you're over the target. There you go. That's what I was getting at. But um, I do hear a lot of people wondering what to do and what solutions might be. And in this uh, technocracy that we're facing, I think that there is some stuff we can do that won't totally hobble us or disable us, but will throw noise into their databases. And uh, right. I do know somebody that escaped. Uh, they get they cringe every time I call it the Czech Republic because they don't recognize the Czech Republic, but they escaped right. in the 60s, almost like the Von Trapps in the Sound of Music escaped through the mountains with a baby on their right. hip walking through snow, and they escaped to the United States. And... Uh, 
ended up working in the phone industry, and they're kind of one of my sources for some stuff on how long they've been spying on us. Now, we can't right. really alter our voice print very effectively, but we can alter a lot of other stuff, and we can do text messaging, and we can uh, swap around SIM chips, you know, those SIM chips uh, with people that have similar but slightly different phones. And you talk about starting to pollute their database with noise. Uh, I'll read you a couple of things here real quick. Uh, you know, like randomly altering and re-uploading photos of people you know, slightly tweaking their face, face prints. The simplest thing might be just simply to mirror, flip the thing and tag people, you know, if you mirror right. it. But I think, you know, slightly altering the height of their ears or moving an eye up or down, you know, things like right. that. It'll pollute the face recognition database. Like I said, swapping SIM chips uh, so that your GPS database is messed up with the way that they can predict where we're you know, going to be in our normal routine. But uh, white noise generators inside of phone-sized metal boxes. You can imagine a little CPU fan you know, blowing white air across your phone while it's in a metal box. Even if it's recording the audio, you're going to get a lot of noise. Right. But, uh, hey, Mike, if you uh, if you don't mind, this is very valuable information. We might even want to do a show on this. But uh, if I want to uh, stick to the subject of my program today, which I do, I've well, got some callers waiting. Uh, would you be uh, willing at some time to maybe come on a program and talk about what you're talking about? Well, sure. But and these are simple, low-tech hacks, I think, that would mess things up, put a wrench in the works. Because if we're actually going to try to organize and do something, like organize phone trees or local groups and stuff like that and have meetups, we need to not, you know, give away everything we're doing. You know, want to run around with our, flies, our pants down. I agree with that totally, Mike. Right. And we have a right. we have an engineer who was at NSA with us here on our uh, program tonight, and uh, that would be an interesting subject to get into. Mike, thanks oh, so much it. for your call. Right. Appreciate it, buddy. We'll we'll get to that. Now let's jump to uh, our good friend James in Vancouver. James, how are you, sir? Oh, yes, sir. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Have you ever uh, run across the name Unity Mitford? Unity Mitford? Ever uh, heard of her? I'm not sure. Okay, so that was Hitler's I'm not sure. uh, English girlfriend. Hitler's English girlfriend. That was Hitler's English girlfriend. She was in the she was in Germany in the 1930s, right? Never heard of her. Okay, Mitford. No, Unity. I haven't. Yeah, well, that's obviously MI6 or variations of it. So um, this war was pretty set up. Uh, another issue is: uh, Have you ever looked at the IG Farben building? In Frankfurt. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. You have. Yes. And you know, of course. You know, of course, that not one Allied bomb hit that thing all during World War II. How'd that happen? Well, the pretext is Eisenhower said he wanted it for his headquarters, but my chemistry professors in the United States back in 1981 told me that the Germans were way ahead of the United States and all the other countries in organic chemistry and polymers. True. One of the things that the United States could not uh, synthesize was the isocyanates that the Germans used for paint on the V-2 rocket. Okay? Dust so, operation uh, paperclip. 
No, no. no it, well, it wasn't like that. Uh, well, we did. We brought in their scientists because they oh, had no, we superior did that. We knowledge. did that, but, yeah, but the um, uh, intelligence, Army intelligence, handed my professor a couple cans of this stuff and said, what's in it? Well, they looked and they found out what was in it, but they couldn't synthesize it. They couldn't make it. They didn't know how. Right? So a lot of this war was about healing or getting a hold of what the Germans had for inventions, you see. Oh, yes. That was a, mm -hmm. a lot of it. And um, I think the third point I could make is people say Rommel was executed because of his involvement in the or alleged involvement in the plot to kill Hitler, but I believe it was more like, had Rommel not been executed, the uh, the uh, American army couldn't have crossed the Rhine because Rommel was that good a general. And um, with that, I'll let you go. All right. I got more. Thank you, I got Dave. more intelligence to tell you, but All right. I'll All save right. it for another time. Appreciate it, buddy. I know. Let me try. To let me try to get through some callers we've got here before we run out of time. James, I sure appreciate you, brother. Thank you for calling. Uh, let's jump to Kathleen in Texas. Kathleen, how are hey, you? Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Yes, uh, Matt and uh, Frederick Blackbird 9. Uh, wonderful teaching. Um, really appreciate it. I'm so glad that uh, you're on uh, Fridays now. And um, uh, Jesus told us, how to pray, uh, uh, give us this day our daily bread. It wasn't weekly, monthly, yearly. And, um, and so our, we only have one obligation every day, and uh, it is, it's to please God. And uh, that's it. Um, teaching the truth, uh, which the three of you are doing, is uh, a beautiful thing. And I do believe uh, you're pleasing God. And, uh, Thank you, Kathleen. I, I would just like to mention um, my path used to cross uh, this lady. Well, our paths used to cross this um, almost 20 years ago, this uh, lady who was almost 90, and she had had a stroke. She was in a wheelchair. And every day we would path, uh, our paths would cross. And um, she taught me. This uh, one quote, uh, very, very short, um, from uh, Psalm 118. May I quote it? Please, ma'am. Go ahead. Okay. Um, See the day the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And I remember, and then we'd hug and say, all right, now we're set for the day. And I remember right. thinking, how could this lady have so much courage? And because she was, she knew that she, God had something for her to do that day. And uh, we pray for discernment that God will tell us. And so uh, I just wanted to say that. And the last thing, uh, Dr. Lorraine Day wrote a book called um, The Deliberate Destruction of America and the World. Who's mm -hmm. doing it yes. and why? And in that mm -hmm. book, it's only two, three years old. Uh, there's a picture of the Holodomor, and it it is so uh, heartbreaking. This family that you they don't look human. 
and it right. is so heartbreaking. And I think uh, everyone needs to see things like that and um, to 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 realize uh, how uh, how horrible war and uh, and murdering people and starving people and. Uh, I just uh, I think that that book is very important to in telling the truth. But we but it, we have so much to rejoice for because God's in charge, <laughs> and so oh. we just please God each day, and uh, and uh, everything will be set right. So anyway, well, thank you, God Kathleen. loves you all. You're all in my prayers. Hey, God love you. We appreciate your call, ma'am. Thank you for the prayers. And let's uh, see if we can jump here to Lynn in Maryland. Lynn, how are you? God bless you. Thank you, Mike. And thank you, Frederick. And is the other fellow's name Mike or Mark? Thank you, thank you, Matthew. thank you. Matthew. Okay, sorry about that. Thank you, Matthew. First off, because Kathleen didn't say it, Mike, please get a listen by phone. Telephone number like from audionow.com so we can listen to your weekly class so that we can be better educated to know the truth. Okay, because we do need to know the truth because without the truth, we can't take correct actions. And the other thing is to know our enemy. And like we were talking about Henry Dexter White and Morgenthau, you know, sometimes our enemy is within. And it's one of the yes, reasons I love C-SPAN. And I don't watch TV anymore, but I listen to C-SPAN radio, and then I can decide for myself what the truth is without somebody talking head telling me what the truth is. And then I can get Amen. on the phone and I can call Capitol Hill and FYI. Barbara Fritchie was on the balcony, and um, don't touch one hair of this old gray head from a couple weeks ago. You brought her up in Frederick, yes. Maryland? Okay. Yes. Um, the other thing is to know, our, know the weapons, because our nation has weapons that we're going to have a real tough time with. I just started oh, reading yes. a book called The Battle for Your Brain by Farahay. Now, actually, her whole point is about cognitive liberty. My problem is I don't want friggin' people hacking my brain. I no. don't want people knowing all my business. When, when, when I think it was James or Mike was talking, I'm thinking mimeograph. Any old mimeograph machines around? I'll do the typing and let's send letters and use a stamp, you know, because... Uh. They know our business. Yeah. Well, Kathleen, thank you so much. I've got a lot of callers here. Okay, thank you, uh, thank you, thank you very much. Thank, thank you, Mike. you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Uh, Lynn in Maryland. Lynn, how can we help you? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I miss one? Okay, okay. Francis from New York. Francis, how are you? Uh, hey, North Carolina, you know, I'm sorry. First day with my new brain. <laughs> Francis, how are you? Hey, young fellas. Uh, well, New York wasn't that bad at the time, I remember, so what can I tell you? But no, uh, North Carolina, of course. Uh, several quick points for you. One, I have to, uh, and quite frankly, uh, I believe it was uh, Michael and uh, Kentucky touched upon this ever so briefly, which I had to applaud him for. Um to begin with, as far as the tax part goes, uh, the income tax, for one thing, the people have been hooked right by it. Because, quite frankly, the federal government can get whatever they want from the Federal Reserve spit out in, in, new, in infinity, as far as that goes. That's yes, almost a complete yes. joke. Uh, the tax is a control goes. mechanism. You think? And so, uh, big time. <laughs> I apologize. But in, in short, 
as far as knowing who the enemy is and how they control and so forth, there's one thing that people have forgotten about. Go to the root of the problem and the local scenario that you're dealing with. You don't have to go clean up to the uh, D.C. to the White House and have to contend with all that garbage up there. Not that the, uh, the house does not belong to people to start with. After all, our so-called money paid for it to begin with. But start locally. Find out what's going on. Get to the root of the problem. Start whacking at it, especially if it doesn't make sense. And for a lot of people to think, well, uh, my action is inconsequential. I may be scoffed at or whatever have you. Well, you know what? Unless you take action, you're still going to be cut down at. Stand up for your rights. Know that what you're doing is is right. And the fact that you're helping not only yourself but also your community. Think about that aside from your family. And then you'll have the strength to go and actually stand up for the community, the, uh, the city, the county, and the state, let alone the U.S. Uh, for that matter. So you have to start well, absolutely. small and work absolutely, your way up. Francis. So, Thank anyways, you so much. That, be, that being said. We're, we're running close. Yeah, Let me try to get the other two callers in. Francis, we love you. Thank you. Jerry in Colorado, sir. Hello, Mike. Great, uh, great guest today. Um, a couple of things. Um, one, it was Yuri Bezmenov that I believe said an unwilling subject. It's impossible to subvert an unwilling subject. And the only way that we're going to have a, a critical mass of unwilling subjects in this country is for them to understand that the synagogue of Satan took control in 1787 and has been whittling away at our individual rightful liberty ever since. Um, also, people need to go back and listen to your show of last week, your first show on the National Intel Report, where you laid out all the departments of the government that enforce the ten planks of the Communist Manifesto. Well, thanks for that, Terry. Uh, uh, our producer had you down as Jerry, and, uh, and now that I heard your voice, as soon as I heard your voice, I knew it was Terry. <laughs> well, thank you buddy I certainly appreciate it and uh, thanks for your call uh, Terry and thanks for everything that you do to promote freedom sir we certainly appreciate it and uh, uh, let me uh, see if we can jump here and get Murr in and uh, gosh I, I need to get I've left my two uh, guests here hanging in the wind and I apologize for that but we need to listen to callers as well so uh uh, Frederick and uh, Matt, I apologize, but let's uh, see what uh, the wonderful Murr in Wisconsin has to say. Murr, how are uh, you? Good. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. And good to hear you, Matt and Blackbird. It's all really good. I just want people to remember that the synagogue of Satan is in charge of the movies. You know, whatever with the Von Traps, actually the Austrians welcomed the Germans, and some of them are even starting to admit that openly. You know, so... and. Um, as far as uh, another movie, um, you know, Spielberg was a Holocaust denier. Did you know that? In oh, his, yes. <laughs> in his Schwindler's List, right, what came out of those spigots? They actually had showers. It was supposed to be gas. So he must be yep. a Holocaust denier. Yeah, so just stay away from all their stuff. Mancot, everything, echo, echo, echo. Oh, That's the thank best you, way sweetie. to do it. Thank you. Thank you. 
Let me uh, let my uh, two uh, guests here, Mert, appreciate you. You are a gem and a treasure. Uh, let's uh, go to, uh, let's start with Matthew. He's the farthest away. Can you kind of draw us a synopsis? And uh, also, uh, Matt, of your feelings about tonight. And, uh, buddy, we've got to get together again on this subject because we just scratched the surface. Matt, go ahead. Yes, we did. There's so much to talk about. Um but yeah, I really appreciate you having me. Um, you know, there's, I don't know, there's so much more we need to get to for people to really understand, um, you know, what happened and where we're headed. So, and uh, I hope to be able to do that with you. Well, thanks for your patience, Matt. Uh, I, I know, uh, you know, you have a lot of information and, and we need to get that out there. And I'm so looking forward to that. And I appreciate your offer to come back again for another program. And uh, let's see what old uh, BB9 has to say out there, buddy. The old North Kakalaki boy. Old North Kakalaki. Well, first, hi, Mer. Love you. And thank you both so much for having me on today. This has been a wonderful experience. And definitely we have to get together and because I brought a big bucket full of nuggets and we didn't get to any, you know, hardly a percentage of them. So uh, we have to keep going with this because, yes, people have to know the truth because then they'll start waking up. But thank you so much for having me. And I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Oh, thank you for that. Yes, happy Mother's Day to all of you wonderful, beautiful ladies. Uh, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world, they say. So uh, that, I think, is tremendously important. And, uh, guys, I just can't thank you enough. I would like to ask everyone who is listening who uh, uh, kind of follows us to go to buzzsprout.com uh, to the Rebel Madman Radio. And I have a group of podcasts there. If you would download those podcasts, listen to at your leisure, cost you nothing, but it sure would be a big help for the old rebel madman here. Should you go and download as many of those as you can. So I certainly appreciate that. And, uh, gosh, guys, uh, can anything get any better? Oh, by the way, uh, Blackbird nine, there is a get together at Republic broadcasting and travelers rest next week. You're not going to be there. Are you? I hadn't heard about it. We'll have to talk offline about that. That sounds interesting. Yeah, they're having another get-together. Paul and the uh, Jolly Boys up there, they just really are pushing so much, this wonderful truth. And uh, to me, that's something we have to do. Uh, we uh, need to support them as much as possible. So I hear the music coming in, folks. Please support RBN. We've got to support this bastion of free speech. And, yes, I think they're being, uh, from time to time, we're getting these uh, uh, Zionist infiltrators who call in and try to disrupt the programs. I'm getting used to it by now. But anyway, folks, thank you so much. We'll see you next week here on the National Intelligence Report at Republic Broadcasting. Have a wonderful weekend. Happy Mother's Day. In the vines. Ciroc rape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. 
Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.